everyone, and welcome back to the Shakespeare Report. This week on the podcast, I wanted to do a performance review of Scotland, PA, directed by William Morissette. Scotland, PA is a movie starring James LeGros, Maura Tierney, <clears throat> Christopher Walken, and James Rebhorn. Now, this movie was made in 2001, but it is set in 1975. Joe Macbeth and his wife, Pat Macbeth, are working in a small town fast food restaurant called Duncan's, owned by Norm Duncan. Duncan has owned this fast food chain for years and hopes that his sons, Malcolm and Donald, will take it over one day. Well, Norm has this great idea about adding a drive through section for the restaurant, and the Macbeths decide that they want to take on this role. So even though Duncan had just promoted Joe Macbeth to assistant manager, that simply wasn't good enough for his wife, Pat. She wanted more. She wanted the restaurant, the money, and the power. She was so sick of being a waitress and getting hit on by the previous assistant manager. So, spoiler alert, if you have no idea what Macbeth is about, they kill Duncan. Not only Duncan, but they kill a lot of their close friends, too. Now, my goal for watching this film was to determine whether a modern-day adaptation of the original play can have the same effect. I do believe that even though this is a modern-day adaptation, the characters, the settings, and the overarching themes can still be effective and appropriately portrayed. The most interesting part of the movie to me was that even though it was a modern-day adaptation, unlike the movie Romeo and Juliet, also a Shakespeare play um, that we talked about a couple weeks about on the show, uh, this movie is performed in modern English. To be completely honest, it was so nice listening to a Shakespeare play like this because, wow, I could actually understand everything that they were saying. That being said, I wanted to look deeper into the play and not just focus on the English language usage. Uh, The first element I wanted to talk about was the character portrayal. The most intriguing character within this film to me was Maura Tierney as Lady Macbeth. Uh, In the play, or in this portrayal of it, Pat Macbeth is a much stronger and definitely more manipulative character than the play allowed her to be. It it, uh, portrayed how dependent Mac really was on her. We opened up our email submissions about the movie and we had some responses to the strength and manipulation brought upon by Pat Macbeth. So the first submission comes from Eric C. Brown of Salisbury University. He states, When Pat, upon hearing that Andy is the primary suspect of Duncan's murder, declares, That's why I never give those people money. She displays not only a caustic indifference to his to his lot, but a declaration of the relative relative invisibility of Andy and the other homeless people. They are constructed by Macbeth as mere negative space outside of her economic ken, and they intrude upon the sensibility in some moral degraded way. Panhandling for murder are uh, pat. for Pat, are isomorphic events, pathological equivalencies that are meant to reveal more about her morality than Andy's. Thanks for sharing that, Eric. I would agree, and I would say that class is addressed uh, in this film a lot, um, and to show her superiority above the homeless people. She tries to show that because he is homeless, that his morals are not as sound as hers, even though she was an accessory to a murder. Now in the movie, Pat is actually one Uh, the one that plants the jewelry on Andy after Duncan's murder. So her manipulation and deceit are strong throughout the whole play. 
Some characters that play a part in the fate of Macbeth are the hippies that take place of the original witches. In the film, I do not think they were portrayed in the way that the witches were, and although there was a lot of comic relief throughout the whole movie because it is a comedy, it felt like the hippies were just uh, adding to that, mostly by poking fun at the original play. So we start off seeing the hippies in an abandoned fairground eating a bucket of chicken and chanting, fair is foul and foul is fair. And they were actually talking about the bucket of chicken and being at the fair. And later, when discussing how to stop Macduff, for, or Macduff from figuring out that it was the Macbeths, one hippie suggested killing his family, and the other goes, this isn't a thousand years ago, you can't go around killing everyone. They address key points from the original play, but they keep it authentic to how the 70s were. Also, they get Macbeth high and bring him to a fortune teller. The fortune teller, to me, did not give off the same amount of importance to the story as the original play did. Uh, she told him in his own voice that he was being a disappointment and that he wasn't amounting to anything. But honestly, if he was high and drunk, would he even remember it or care if he did? Anyways, uh, it felt that the influence came from Pat Macbeth and her desire to be an upper-class citizen through most of it. Uh, the last character that I think imp is important to analyze here, of course, is Joe Macbeth. Joe Macbeth. Joe Macbeth is easily walked over in the beginning of the story, and not just by his wife, but by the first assistant manager in Duncan, who is a rule-by-the-book kind of guy. He's consi he consistently is told what to do, and with little, amb little ambition, he is happy to do it. As the film continues, though, Macbeth starts doing the dark deeds without consent or advising from anyone else he starts living by his own rules making up his mind about how to take out his best friend and co-worker called banco and while it might have been interpreted that macbeth was becoming himself it was evident that this alluded to him going mad from the witches and pressure to succeed so the next element i wanted to talk about is the setting of the story as mentioned before the movie is set in the 70s at a fast food restaurant I thought this setting was perfect for the story. It represented exactly what Morissette wanted to show in the film, which is how Macbeth would have been handled in modern times. A lot of the issues brought up fit well here, like when Malcolm was not afraid that someone else was going to murder him after his father, but instead he hated the idea of working at a fast food restaurant for the rest of his life. So he sold it to the Macbeths for a very discounted price. With the money, he decided that he wanted to travel with his band and gamble his money, which is a lot more believable than running away to England. Another scene that was shown really well was Pat Macbeth's grease burn. For those of you who have not seen the film, Duncan is accidentally killed by the hot grease fryer, uh, which splashes on Pat's hand. In the original play by Shakespeare, Lady Macbeth sleepwalks and goes insane about how she cannot wash off the blood from her hands, but Pat must deal with a real-life scar, and she must keep it hidden from the detective. So she goes to the pharmacy consistently to get more medicine to clear the scar, and when the pharmacist asks where she's going to put it, she freaks out, and she says how rude it is because of how obvious the scar was on her hand, even though the audience can see that there's nothing on her hand anymore. So I thought that was a pretty cool description, or pretty, pretty cool adaptation from that. Uh, the last part I was really happy they kept in was the part where Banco's ghost appears. Um, because of the grand opening of the new Macbeth's restaurant, they decided to have a press conference in front of the town. Uh, 
So right after Macbeth shoots Banco, he calls on him for a question, but quickly realizes that it's Banco's ghost. The setting of having a large group of people coming together for a grand opening of the restaurant rather than a big dinner made a lot more sense for the film. Our next submission comes to us from Elizabeth A. Deitchman. Deitchman said, Transforming Shakespeare's Scottish kings and thanes to American business owners and their employees effectively raises the specter of America's buried social class inequalities. While Shakespeare's characters all occupy the Scottish ruling class, Morissette's characters are divided along class lines into the middle and lower class, translating the Macbeth's vaulting ambition to the Macbeth's class aspiration. I agree that Morissette did a nice job of capturing the idea of socioeconomic status as a way to invite a modern-day audience. Uh, This submission actually leads us to our next uh, topic of themes, so thanks, Elizabeth. Overall, I do think the film portrayed the themes of Macbeth really well. Throughout the films, it is categorized as a black comedy, which is defined by Schmoop um, online as a subgenre of comedy that makes light of a terrible situation. We still see the controversy of gender roles and the corruption of unchecked powers. Though this was set in the 70s, uh, it is still shown that Mrs. Macbeth did not have all of the powers that Mr. Macbeth had. If she wanted the restaurant in their name so badly, why didn't she take it herself? Morissette kept the Shakespearean time views that women should be following their husbands and their ideas. Pat Macbeth is more devious of this plan than Lady Macbeth is in the original play, which was quite fun to watch. She knew exactly how to manipulate her husband, which was mostly done sexually. The theme of corruption through ambition is also displayed well. We see a development in Macbeth as he decides that the only way to succeed is by killing those that get in his way. He stops listening to his wife, even when she was the one that got him into the position in the first place. The audience sees that he's developing when he finds his voice and does whatever he pleases. To answer the question of whether or not the modern-day adaptation of the film can have the same effect as the original play, I would say yes. Uh, Anyone that watches this movie can grasp the same message as the Shakespeare production, and it does through so the character so through the character development the setting and the themes presented all in all i really enjoyed the film but i definitely think everybody should watch it for themselves and decide how you feel you can email me in the link below and let me know what you think of scotland pa thanks for listening and we will catch you next week on the shakespeare report 